Our scripture today from Matthew chapter 14, starting with verse 22. Immediately he, meaning Jesus, made the disciples, made the disciples get into the boat and go on ahead to the other side while he dismissed the crowds. And after he had dismissed the crowds, he went up the mountain by himself to pray. When evening came, he was there alone. But by this time, the boat battered by the waves was far from the land, for the wind was against them. And early in the morning, he came walking toward them on the sea. But when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were terrified, saying, It is a ghost. And they cried out in fear. But immediately, Jesus spoke to them and said, Take heart. It is I. Do not be afraid. Peter answered him, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. And he said, come. So Peter got out of the boat and started walking on the water and came toward Jesus. But when he noticed the strong wind, he became frightened and began to sink. He cried out, Lord, save me. Jesus immediately reached out his hand and caught him, saying to him, You of little faith, why did you doubt? When they got into the boat, the wind ceased. And those in the boat worshipped him, saying, Truly, you are the Son of God. And this is the Word of God for all of us, the people of God. Thanks be to God. Though the world is tossing me like a ship up on the sea, thou who rulest wind and water, stand by me. This hymn we sang a little while ago was written in 1905. It's been around a while. By a fellow named Charles Albert Tindley. Tindley was the son of a slave. His father was a slave. Uh, 1905, 1865, so still some 40 years or so after the war, Civil War, still a slave. His mother was free, but his mother died when he was fairly young, and so his mother's sister, who was also free, took him in. So he had a lot more privileges. Tenley then did a lot of different jobs, and he then studied to become a Methodist minister there in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, is where he was. And the stories about him are is that the, the churches he pastored grew rather rapidly, and his preaching and pastoring reached multiple races, not just his own black race, but multiple races came to hear him. We can imagine the troubles in 1905, industrial America's trying to get started. It uh, wasn't that far from World War I brewing. So certainly a hymn like this, and he wrote many hymns, but evidently there were storms of life raging all around him. And you know, this hymn, he could have written it for 2022 for that matter, right? Storms are still raging right now. 
Our world is unsettled. There's war in our world, senseless war. We know that our politics are unsettled. Our economy's unsettled. The stock market's unsettled. And with mass shootings happening more often than we'd like or at all, the morality of our world is raging as well. And, and I continue to scratch my head, and I hope you do too, is how, how in the world can these mostly white young males take up an assault weapon and mow down people, especially children? How heartbreaking, how heartbreaking is that? In our schools, even at the Walmart and the grocery store, wherever we go, unfortunately, these things has happened. And domestic violence continues to be. Our women's group is collecting items for the domestic violence shelter. Partners and spouses get violent with one another. And there are abused and neglected children. How in the world? I just don't want to read about another child dying. Um, it's tragic. Tragic indeed. And our police officers get killed trying to maintain peace and maintain order in our world. Now sometimes storms just come. Weather-wise, we know there are Tornadoes and floods, we've had those in Kentucky this last year. We know there are forest, fire, forest fires out west, very destructive, and all across the world, and hurricanes, and I have friends in the Florida area where one's beaming down on them right now. I hadn't heard this morning if it's gotten there yet or not. So there are storms, literal storms out there, and there are storms in our lives that we create ourselves. Maybe we borrow too much money and dig ourselves in a hole. Maybe we hang out with the wrong crowd and get in trouble. Maybe we just uh, don't live the way we ought to live sometimes and it ends up backing backfiring on us. Okay, you're probably saying, I get it, preacher, Pastor Tom, please just calm down and quit with all of that. Okay, I'm going to move on now. But we, we came to church to get away from all that stuff, right? Well, the sad part is, is there really is no escaping it. But we do have a reprieve here this morning with one another and in the comfort of this church and in the presence of God. Our scripture today is about the disciples who were in a boat and a storm was coming and they wondered, Jesus, where are you? You going to let us drown? The scripture says after Jesus addressed a huge crowd, he insisted that the disciples get in the boat and push off. Now, we don't know if there were storm clouds in the distance, but it very well could be. But he said, y'all get in the boat and get out there. I'm going up the mountain and pray. I need some quiet time. Certainly he needed that a lot in his life. But the storm started raging on the sea. And the disciples were frightened. They were filled with fear. But Jesus said, get on in the boat. 
shove on out there. And Jesus knew he would not let them perish. Well, I don't mean to read into the scripture much, but I do think one point that this lesson makes is that life is not intended to be lived on the sidelines. We got to get out there in life, even though storms and troubles are coming, we've still got to push out and move forward. No matter how tough life gets, we must continue to get on with it. Illness, hardship, financial trouble, whatever. Max Licato in his book, probably you all have read some of Max Licato's books, Unshakable Hope, tells a story of a young man who was stricken with mononucleosis and was confined to his bed all one summer. The storm had raged physically upon his body. This young man's father gave him a guitar and throughout that summer, this young man realized he had a gift for music. That young boy was Chris Tomlin. Chris Tomlin, who went on to write many Christian songs, included the one, How Great Is Thy God, we sang earlier. Here this boy, stricken with illness, confined to the bed, all summer and he was still able to write how great is our God how great is our God I shared at the earlier service that I was stricken with hepatitis the last week of my freshman year in high school and I was confined to bed all one summer uh, I didn't no one gave me a guitar <laughs> or any instrument for that matter so I didn't learn that uh, but it was an interesting time of reflection. It was kind of a, at least Dad said I didn't have to go out and work in the tobacco patch. That was the best part of it. But all those tests and treatment and stuff was something else. There's no escaping it. There's no hiding it. Part of our problems, uh, we know sometimes we try to hide, but it's just there. And it's going to be there. And Jesus wants us in the boat, out in life, not tied up to shore, what we think maybe is safety and security. Now, I don't know a lot about boating, but I've read that in the midst of a storm or a hurricane, the worst place to be is tied up at the shore for a boat. I see a nod of a head. Somebody knows. Okay. So... The worst places to be is to tie your boat up at the shore because it'll get bashed against the rocks and torn apart. So setting out into the sea sounds like a more survivable kind of thing. Dr. Leonard Sweet, who writes uh, and teaches in the Christian faith, his take on life and on the life of the church is that we are always either entering a storm, we are in the middle of a storm, or we're just coming out of a storm. And as I, after I read that book, I was reflecting on my personal life that, well, yeah, sometimes there are a few years or moments of quietness, but for the most part, I, I agree with him. Think about our own personal lives and what stage we are in. Maybe we're 
entering into a storm where a critical decision has to be made. Or maybe we're entering into a storm when major surgery might or treatment might be required. And we know what it is to be in the midst of a storm. We could share lots of testimonies about that. And hopefully we can share testimonies about coming out on the other side of that storm. Well, I think a critical part of this scripture this morning is in the midst of storms, and yes, they're out there, and yes, they're going to keep on coming, is to acknowledge that Jesus is always with us. He's always with us in that boat. He's never far away. John chapter 16, verse 33 says, Here on earth you will have many trials and sorrows, Jesus said. But, Take heart, because I have overcome the world. Jesus is saying to the disciples then, 2,000 years ago and still today, here on earth you will have many trials and many sorrows, but take heart. Jesus says, I have overcome the world. And in the 21st verse that I read this morning, Jesus says, don't be afraid. Take courage. I am here. May we please hear that this morning. Whether we're entering a storm or in the middle of a storm or knowing it's sooner or later, one day or the next, it's going to come. Don't be afraid. Take courage. I am here. The disciples were out in that boat. They thought they were all alone. And here came Jesus walking across the stormy waters. And they realized it was him. They realized that Jesus was never far away. And he never is. And he never will be far away from us. Another beautiful hymn uh, on this passage is Master the Tempest is Raging. And certainly uh, the tempest is raging a lot of times. And then the words, peace be still, as Jesus calmed the waters. Well, only Jesus can calm those internal waters of our soul that might be raging. Only Jesus can help us handle those turbulent seas in our lives. Some storms we can stop or we can intervene with. Others just happen, and we just are left to cope with that. But we don't have to cope alone. Jesus is here. And as, as Mel shared the message this morning about the care ministry of the church, isn't it wonderful to know in the storms of life, Jesus is with us, and our Christian brothers and sisters who care about us, the church, how do people live in this world without the love and support of a church community? I, just, I don't get it. I don't get how they, I, don't, I know I could never do that. How can we live and face the challenges of life without the Christian community? And this church has a care ministry that enacts that and puts it into practice. So yes, as we get into the boat, 
and deal with the situations of life, we know, we must know that Jesus is with us. And Pastor Phil, if you're watching right now, we know you're in a storm, a major storm. And brother, we're praying. And brother, I know you know that God is with you. And we're praying for healing and wholeness for your life. In the midst of tribulation, stand by me. When the host of hell assail and my strength begins to fail, thou who never lost a battle, stand by me. The beautiful anthem that we heard earlier, God is our refuge and strength. And I hope the last word you heard that was repeated, we will not fear, we will not fear, we will not fear. God's standing by us today and always. Let's pray. Holy God, uh, certainly we are beset by many challenges, many troubles, many decisions, much sickness. And yes, we need you. We need one another. We need the strength and grace and power of Jesus and the Holy Spirit. So as we find ourselves in the boats of life, help us to know we're not in it alone. We have your strength. We have the encouragement of Christian friends who will help us day in and day out. Yes, Lord God, stand by us as we know you will. In Christ's name, amen.